Welcome to my testimony and today Dawn, we have a, a, a what? Another family member? A family member. Yeah, but this is a special one. A special one. It's my, it's my nephew. So one of my nephews and uh, who is anointed by the Lord. <laughs> right, so I want to welcome um, Kyvon. Kyvon Miller, welcome to my testimony. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's indeed an honor to be here. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, a, it's an honor to have you too, man. And when I say that this young man is anointed by the Lord, man, you guys are going to see why in his testimony that he's about to share with us today. So, again, nephew, welcome to my testimony. Thank you, thank you. Before we get into Kyvan's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you so much for this day that you have provided for us. And thank you for Kyvan. Thank you for having him in our lives and, and um, how he has touched us so far with his young life. And we pray that as he shares his testimony with us today, that we will be blessed and that we'll be drawn closer to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so I'm going to have to ask you the question now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you know where you were born? <laughs> if I know where I was born. Um, so I was originally I'm born in um, Florida. Uh -huh. um, where though? Where? Where? Do you know? Where, where in Florida so were you born? Florida. Did they tell you? Did mommy tell you? Summer Pines Memorial West. Um, August 28, 2007. Very good. Um, <laughs> very good. All right. Uh, so, yeah. so very, very, um, very beautiful story. Because, um, mm. uh, and your mom told me this, and I'm sure she told you this too. Right. Uh, by the way, your mom is, for the viewers, his mom is my, is my baby sister. And mm. she's the, uh, she's the only girl in the family. So just a little bit of background there. Mm. So your mom told me that when, she was pregnant with you, and you are her her first her first son. She um she she made a deal with God. Did she tell you that? Tell us about that. If she told you about that story. Um yes, I mean it's all over my bio, my introductions. I've heard it a lot. Uh, you know the part where it says that when while she was you know having me, she um made a deal with God, saying that you know that she will use me to glorify and praise God, you know, spread the message to others. And um, mm -hmm. I've heard it and I feel like it's actually coming to pass, you know, unconsciously speaking, like it's just happening, you know, like mm -hmm. it's happening. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So what is your earliest memory? My earliest memory, my earliest memory is Probably preschool. Yeah, preschool, my early days back in 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. few, a few, quite some few memories I have there preschool, you know, my old um, classmates, all the things that used to take place there. 
Mm. Okay. Um, okay. Just little things like that, like the little events that would take place there. I think around those years, like 2011, 2012, and I think those are my earliest, earliest memories. Yes. Okay. okay. And okay. do you remember the first time you like picked up Bible or you talked about God or knew who God was for yourself? Hmm. Uh, absolutely. Um, my grandmother recently told me a lot of you know stories of how I was like two and three years old. Matter of fact, I've seen a lot of videos of me, you know, in <laughs> baby videos mm -hmm. of me, you know, standing having having this like play mic or something. And you know, recently grandma told me that um, when I would stay over by her house for the day, I would pick up one of her old Bibles, you know, mm -hmm. and just find this random point in scripture. It could be math. It could be whatever. I would take this Bible, flip to whatever page. And I, she told me that one of my very first words were God is good. Those are my exact very first words. And I wow. was actually shocked. Right. She told me, she told me that I used to like take the Bible, little Bible that she had. I would take it over, I guess, and take, just start preaching in front of a television, I guess. And I would just start, you know, have my little own sermons based on those first three words, God is good. And mm -hmm. um, I think it's one of my earliest memories of me, you know, starting to preach, starting to, you know, take up a Bible and, you know, taking something from it and starting to, you know, preach. <laughs> yes. It's one of my earliest, earliest memories of doing that. Right, awesome. right, right. Awesome. So, yeah, and I remember um, you in diapers. There's a little red one. Mm -hmm. And you, you were, you were walking around, and um, actually, you used to stand up in front of the TV and TV. set up a little, like a little pulpit. Pulpit. Yep. <laughs> and you did. And you, yeah. and you're preaching there. So, um, did you remember doing that, or, or, or you, or you don't remember that? Um, to a certain extent, yes. Not. It's not like a vivid, vivid memory. Mm -hmm. It's not like I remember clear, clearly. But I do. I can confirm without like any photos or videos that I did do that because oh, okay. wow. I did do that. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Wow. And then uh, what age were you when you preached your first sermon in church? My first, uh, I was five years old. So around that time, it was Children's Day, uh, mm. Children's Day 2013. And um, before that event, I was obsessed with preaching. Like around that age, I was obsessed with preaching. I would come home from church each and every Sabbath, just after hearing the pastors preach, um, make my own sermon up and start preaching, you know, mm -hmm. preaching to nobody. But I still preach and I was still, you know, uh, I was obsessed with preaching, like I said. So um, around that time, my uncle, Uncle Winston, he came, he was very aware of that, along with my parents and my grandparents, of course. And so they were like, you know what? Why don't you preach for Children's Day? And I and I don't remember my response, but I'm pretty sure I was excited. I was pretty right. I'm pretty sure I was excited. Mm -hmm. Grandma made me this, you know, little robe for the event and I wore it and I went to my home church, Mount Olivet SDA, and May fourth, I think May fourth or fifth, two thousand thirteen, mm -hmm. I went on that podium and I preached my very first sermon. Yeah, and it's I and it's funny because I remember that day very, very clearly. Like I remember 
walking down the aisle, looking up, seeing how many people in the pews. And I did get nervous. I will tell you that. Yeah. I was okay. a bit nervous, especially before I was walking down the aisle. But, you know, once I started, I just couldn't stop, you know? So um, it's just it's just like that. That's one of my, um, so that's my first sermon. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. And um, we were there. Uh, we, yeah. we were in the congregation. Yeah. We were just we were just blown away. I uh, mm. mean, five years old, um, mm. didn't know what to expect. We knew we knew you were preaching at home a lot and saw you. And then when we didn't know how you were going to react in front of a crowd, because at home, it's only a few of us. <laughs> But um, now you have a, a church um, filled with people. And this was before COVID, so church was filled, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, and I remember you um, you preached a sermon, and you, you stayed in script for only the base of the sermon. And afterwards, it's like, the Holy, it's like the Holy Spirit hit you. Just just the Holy Spirit took over, and, and you, you just went off into another sermon, man. Yeah. That was just amazing. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember doing that? What was the name of the sermon, by the way? Uh, I believe the sermon, I am who I am because God loves me. That was yes, it. yes, that was yeah. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. Wow. So, so yeah. who were your biggest influences um, when you when when you were smaller? Who would you watch as your uh, pastors? Two, one of the two I, pastors, basically overall pastors. Mm -hmm. But two of those biggest pastors were my um. Former senior pastor of the church, Pastor Walden, mm -hmm. and Pastor Carlton Bird. Um, my grandma and grandpa used to watch him a lot, and you know, I would sit with them and watch, and I would become fond of how his, his method of preaching. I would become fond of how he used to declare the word. Same with Pastor Walden. Um, I would just sit there and analyze and just take in what the message was, and not only that, but how he was declaring the message. I would sit there every time they were watch. They would watch um either two. And I would just sit there and just become, just learn from them, you know, just mm -hmm. learn from them how they said the message, what this, what the message was. Yeah, that's how it was for yeah. those two pastors. Yeah, yeah. And, awesome. and, awesome. and you would watch everything with them too, even the way they would hold the pulpit. I would see pulpit. you, you hold the pulpit like that too, right? Yes. <laughs> right, right. I remember one time, the Federation, what did you do for the Federation? For the Federation, I believe it was the um, tithes and offerings. So mm -hmm. this took place like probably two, three years after my um, first sermon. Still small, but um, our you know, senior pastor for my Olive at the time, Pastor Hall, he wanted me to take part in the Federation. So mm -hmm. it was a tithes and offerings. So I went up with him and, you know, Pastor allowed me to say a few words. I don't really remember what I said, sadly. But I was called up there. It was my, I think it was the first time I did something for an event that big. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, I was a little nervous. And, um, but, but even still, I believe um, I did it well. You know, he was there by my side and I had the support and I was able to, you know, whatever I said, I believe I said it well. You know, the message came across clearly. And I believe that was like, once again, it was like the first time I was called to do something that big. So it was... Mm -hmm. Pretty huge for me. Pretty huge for me. Seeing all those people in individual roles, individual pews, it was insane. But right. I did enjoy it. Right. And at the Federation, we are, you have thousands of people there, right? You know, you can at one Federation, you can have up to about almost 5,000 people. And here you are in front, 
doing this. So I mean, the nerves we can we can ex we we can Im only imagine the nerves that happen. But as you said, your pastor was there to hold your hand to it. So mm. you know, yeah. So I, what about your own personal journey with God? Mm -hmm. How have you seen God working in your life? Well. Well, honestly, now or before? Today in this time or before? Anytime? Anytime. Right. Yeah, let's start let, let's from, start. Start from yeah. the beginning. Let's start from the beginning and then we can come to where you are right now. Right now. Yeah. All right, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, let's say like when I was less than five years old, like for actually no, less than eight years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, let's say, everything about God, you know, preaching, music, playing hymns, whatever, praying. Um, yeah, I always had this kind of connection with God. I had devotions with him and um, mm -hmm. I would just talk with him. And I was once again, obsessed with preaching. So whenever I get the opportunity to preach, I would go, whether it was at um, all of it or New Hope or even Plantation when I was eight years old, I would go and I would speak. I, I just have a connection with God. It was close, you know, not saying that it's not close today, mm -hmm. but um, but it was close. It was good. It was working. And um, I saw God really close to me. And I saw myself, you know, as someone who could potentially continue to um, preach the message of God. Once again, not saying that I don't see myself in that position today. Mm. I'm just saying that I saw myself. Right. Yeah, that's how you were. Mm -hmm. right. So um, then once again, I was like close with him and I had this type of perfect relationship with him, if you will. Right. But right. Um, mm -hmm. now, not saying like it got worse, but now it's just, it's just that um, recently it's been kind of hard, if mm. you will. Um, mm -hmm. You know, now I started high school and um, now it's about, you know, getting your life together. It's about getting your assignments done, getting your grades mm -hmm. where they should be about, you know, making sure that you're able to have your life set for the future, you know? So it's about, you know, getting, just getting ready for what life has to offer, you know, tests, homework, assignments. And then on the other hand, there's music lessons. And then there's all these things. And then there's your social life, you know? So then it all just kind of comes together and it has this sort of pressure on you. And then, you know, um, recently, it's, it's for me, it was just getting bad. Like, I would have problems. I would have issues going on, especially with me personally. And um, I'll be there praying at nights. Um, Yo, God, can you fix this for me? Can you, mm -hmm. can you do this for me? And at, he would. He would. Mm -hmm. But then there'll be times where he would just, it'll feel to me like he's just hearing me and just truly ignoring me. Like, he'll be hearing what I'm saying and just be like, <laughs> okay. Like, he'll be there listening and then he, right. I, it felt as if he was there listening and then just not doing anything about it most of the time. And it, this problem, this issue, if you will, it's been going on for the past, you know, you know, ever since. So um, I'm here thinking, especially um, in the past, you know, few weeks, I, um, I contracted COVID in the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I was... I was here like, yo, why, why, why did you let this happen, man? Mm -hmm. I'm asking you for things. I'm asking you to be there. I'm asking you for help. And it's like that you're not there. It's like that. Is it me? Is it what I said? But it's like that sometimes he wasn't 
there. It's like that he was hearing me and just not doing anything about the situation. Mm -hmm. So at times it felt as if I was the only one that was, you know, fighting. I was trying to do my my very best, especially um in the weeks of my you know quarantine. I had a lot of time to think and I was wondering, yo, God, where are you, man? Like mm -hmm. it, it just kind of felt hard at times, you know? Right, right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a struggle that we all have. Yep, yep, yep. And it's something that we all, even when you get older, you have to keep maintaining your connection. And there's sometimes you'll ask God, can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. And God goes quiet on you. And you wonder, why is he not hearing me? Can he not see what's going on? Like, as you said, you had COVID, you got sick. You got very sick. Exactly. Right. And then you would think yeah. magically when you say, God, heal me, he would just, you know, snap a finger or he would prevent you from ever getting sick. That's yeah. That was my issue too. Like, mm. you know, even, even like before, while we were doing the test to see if I had it or not, I mm. always hear like, God, you can control reality. You can exactly. bend the mm. fabric of space and time. You literally formed the universe. Why can't you do this little thing? And it's not like mm. it's going to continue disrupt my life because once again, you have the power to make me forget. So I was like, Yo, what's going on? Mm. And then I caught, I realized I tested positive. Was like, I was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, right. and when right. that happened, what the funny thing is, I didn't want to give up fully on God because it sounded like a cliche thing to do. Mm -hmm. And it also sounded like a dumb thing to do as well. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. why would you give up on someone that is caring for you each and every day? Exactly. But at the same time, it just felt right. hard because you're asking for all these things that he's just not doing it. And you're like, mm -hmm. oh. Come on. Mm -hmm. So to continue with the story, mm -hmm. um, few weeks into quarantine, like um, I had these thoughts for a few days into quarantine. I was there sitting in my room by myself, you know, playing games, you know, watching YouTube and stuff. And mm -hmm. so and then there were times I just lie in my bed thinking, why do I have this? And then I would just go over everything completely. Like, mm -hmm. why is it that I am going through all this stuff? And, you know, where are you? And then, you know, the th you know how you have random um, reminders and thoughts mm -hmm. of how things mm -hmm. were in the past and mm -hmm. random events mm -hmm. you just get reminded of all of a sudden about what happened then you know that happened to me and um so while i was sitting there lying on my bed the event just randomly came up i feel like god just helped me to remind help remind me of you know what happened what took place mm -hmm. so um you know what this event was? It was 2016, summer of 2016. And um, it was during, a, it was, I had swimming classes then. It was summer swimming classes my mom wanted me to take, mm -hmm. you know, and my um, brother who was one at the time, he was also taking them. So this one specific afternoon, um, I finished class, I finished it, thank God. And um, you know, I was able to, you know, relax a bit, you know, you just play in the three feet area where my brother was um, taking his little time, his little lessons, you know, just to, you know, have a little thing to learn, you know? Mm -hmm. So while mom was there with Akaris, I was there on my own, you know, playing in the three feet area. And I don't know what happened, right? But um, I looked over and I saw this little rope that, um, that was in the pool. This mm. rope that was about like five, that would indicate like the five feet or something mark into the pool. I don't know what I was thinking, 
but I know I was an idiot then. But <laughs> what I tried to do mm. is I tried walking to see how tall I was. I tried walking over to the deep end. So <laughs> I, so I started from the three feet and I started walking and mm-hmm. I got to the four feet area. I got to the four feet area and the water's like right here. Water's like right here. Cause I was short back then. If it was my height then, then that would not be a problem. But I was short back then, <laughs> okay. so the water was like right here. I get over to where the um, to get over to where I was trying to go, all right. But then you know, mission accomplished. I actually reached there. You want to know what the one problem was? I couldn't get out the water. The water was over my face, and I was starting to drown. Wow. I thought, wow. um, you know, that's it. I'm gone. Why did I do this? I tried jumping. I tried reaching for help. I tried getting out the water. <laughs> no, I couldn't make it. And so and I could barely get air. It was like, if I ever got air, it was less than one second. So I thought, yo, this is it. This is it. But then I look up, right? And I see the same rope right there. And we were given instructions not to touch it, you know? But, you know, it was one of the times where, you know, I had to disobey it in order to survive. So I saw the rope right above me. And I was like, yo, this is my way out. So I grabbed onto it the moment I could. I jumped from the bottom and I tried to reach the top. And I did. I held onto that rope so tight. And I finally got out of that situation. So once I held onto the rope, I was holding on for dear life, coughing, trying to get all, uh, trying to breathe, you know, because I made it, you know, I was holding onto it for dear life. And you know what the crazy, crazy, crazy part was? No one saw the start and no one saw the finish. It was like it never happened. Wow. So I wow. so I could have drowned and no one could have no one would have realized that, at least not until it was too late. And mm. so there was this one girl who I took classes with, and she just came over after I, you know, made it. And she was like, Yo, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. But inside I was like, No, I almost died. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I made it. And so when I finished having that flashback, I was like, yo, God really is there. Wow. Because wow. that was just one of the times I should have died, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but I didn't. I didn't. And as I'm saying this, I keep going back into um, my whole, the whole reason I'm still here. Like, I've been given this gift to play. I've been given this gift to preach. And, you know, mm-hmm. I sometimes just keep forgetting as to keep forgetting, you know, why I'm still keep thinking why I'm still here, you know, mm. and why am I still going through all of this, you know? So as I'm saying all this, I think the thought is that I'm here to, you know, to continue telling the gospel, to continue preaching my story, to continue playing music so others can get blessed by it. You know, mm. I think God's yep. putting me through all these challenges to all these trials to test my faith and to prove you know, that I won't actually leave him. Because it should mm. be told, as I'm going through all this, as I'm reminded of all that's taking place, it's just dawned on me that, you know, I could have died several times, but I didn't. And there is a reason as to why I didn't. So I'm here lying on my bed. I was like, yo, God really is still there. And I was really glad I didn't lose my entire hope in him. Because if I did, then I don't know. But it just reminded me that I have a God I can trust in, you know? I have a God 
that who loves me and who's still there for me even when it looks as if that he's not there. Amen. Amen. Powerful lesson. Wow. Wow. And how old are you now, Kaivan, for the viewers? I mean, I know that, but they don't know. How old are you? 14. Yeah. Yeah. He's only only 14 years old and and already realizing his journey and what God is doing for him. So trust me, Kaivan, when I was 14, I wasn't thinking the way you're thinking now. So you're definitely um, on your way and being anointed by God. So. How, how is it how is it at school though with your classmates um, when they see you you know preaching and singing and all that type of stuff how, how do they relate to you honestly um it's not really a thing they talk talk about you know it's just mm-hmm. a thing where one or two of them may pull up my old videos and be like hey look Coffin, this is you and like i just stare at them like like I just give them the desk there and just move on with my day. It's not something they talk talk about, but but like you know they would just pull up my videos every now and then and be like, "Hey, yo, Kyvan, this you?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah." It's so um, it'll be like that. It's not like this big thing like it was back in um when you elementary were... school because right. in elementary school right. I was you know big on preaching, like I said. Mm-hmm. So every now and then I'll be called to a different church, you know, to pr- present a little something, and my friends would you know hear about it, you know. And they would just talk about it throughout the rest of the day. And they would call me pasta and stuff like that. You know, mm. the Jamaican term for pasta, pastor, I, I guess. Right, right. So, um, you know, pa- it would be it pa- was pasta, like that. Pasta, pasta. Yeah, it's exactly pasta. like that. Right. But, you know, <laughs> but now it's just like a thing where it's like, you know, oh, hey, he preached. Moving on. So it's not like the big, you know, big, big thing, you know. Right. It's just a little right. thing to talk about and move on with. Right. Well, actually, when you're younger, when you're younger, you will, um, it's more of a, sometimes it can become like a novelty with, 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 uh, especially adults, you know, they see this young man preaching. So they want you at their church and you're getting all these invitations and stuff. And as you said, no, you're getting older. You don't get that much in, um, invites anymore, but, but, um, but you know, you know, your mission and you know what God is calling you to do. So, you know, keep keeping on, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So what do you want to do going forward? How do you see your journey with God going forward? Mm-hmm. It's to the point where it's like, um, you know, whatever happens, as long as God's in it, I'm willing to take it, you know, because I learned that, you know, it's good to trust him and he's in control of everything, the past, present and future. So mm. I'm at the point where it's like, God, whatever it is, I'm ready for it. As long as it's your doing, I'm ready to take it, you know? Amen. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Whatever is in store in the future, as long as God's involved with it and as God has something to do with it, I'm ready to take it, no matter what it may be. Amen. Awesome, Amen. Awesome, Amen. Awesome. Yeah, and as you said, you're, um, you're not only a preacher, but you're you're also uh, a musician too. You play you play the piano. What, what other instruments do you play other than the piano? Uh, the piano... Uh, I've been practicing, I've, I'm learning the bass clarinet, you know, playing it for band classes at my school. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my elementary and middle school years, they had, um, we had recorder um, performances, so I used to play the recorder. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I can at church, I will, you know, play the drums for a bit. Not that good, but, you know, good enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, those, those are the instruments I just, you know, choose with you know just work work with if you will it's better okay 
Okay. Just awesome. All right. Awesome. What about singing? Do you sing too? No, that's, that's <laughs> not. That's not. <laughs> but that's I, not I know you can sing though, but you. you I mean, I, yeah, I'm working on it, but it's not my, you know, strength, if you will. Not your strength. Okay. I don't right. go with that first. Okay. It's all good. Don't worry about it because you're, you're a fantastic preacher, man. Mm, you know, and, um, you know, from birth, even before, even before you, you, you um, you remember you were preaching, mm, you, were. you know, yeah. even, even before you can form your words, you're preaching. Yeah, so, you, you know, God yeah, is you really, would, you would sit us down yes. and have us <laughs> listen to the latest sermon and you were like, hardly could speak and you're, you're like killing us with the whole thing and you're walking up and down and all yep. sorts. So yeah, yeah. It was fascinating. We have we have had a lot of vespers, vesper, um, close closing the yeah. closing the Sabbath, which closing with the Kaivan. Sabbath with a sermon from from Kaivan, yep. and he's three years old. <laughs> three years old <laughs> preaching to us. Yeah, it's been a blessing, yeah, man. Awesome, yep. awesome, amazing. So, yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. um, your future? What, what, what? Um, you're in high school now. What, what do you want to do? Yeah, what college are you looking at? at are university. You, what, are what are you looking to in the future? I mean, I mean, so to start off with that, you know, I've been really passionate with, um, as long with public speaking, preaching, um, science, I've been, awesome. you know, thinking of, you know, ways that the world could be changed by it, you know, mm -hmm. think of mm -hmm. how simple terms and simple methods that operate in the human body can be, you know, humanized and used manually to, you know, change lives. Awesome. And so I've been looking into that. So. To say that I probably I'm thinking of science, but then there's music that I'm really really passionate about. So then there's that, mm -hmm. and I'm just preaching. So there's that. So then it's between the three, you know. Yeah. So I I'm still thinking about it. I'm still going over it. So with that being said, colleges, I, I'm not completely sure yet. Being okay. real with you, so um, right, right. But I'm here. I, I'm here. You know, just getting better at all three of them. You know, mm -hmm. and. I believe sooner or later, once again, like I said, you know, God's pretty sure God's leading me in the right direction. So whatever the right decision is, you know, he'll let me know. All right. Amen. All right. Amen. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. God is preparing awesome. you for a life of ministry. Yeah. And and what you have just said. And you said, can do all three. Mm -hmm. All three. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Because you're ministering mm. to people through preaching, yeah. giving them the word, yeah. uh, science by taking care of them. And by music, by soothing their pain and, and psychologically and all that type of stuff, you know what music does to you. Yeah. It soothes yeah. you. So beautiful, man. So awesome. proud to, you know, I'm a proud uncle here, man. You know that Dawn is a proud auntie. auntie. <laughs> <laughs> We're so proud of you, Kyvan. Yeah. And um, we just want to just say that, you know, that um, we're praying for you yeah. and your ministry. Yeah. And um, we do pray for you every day. We pray for the entire Absolutely. family. Absolutely. We keep lifting you up, yeah. and I know that God has great things in store great for you. Plans. Mm -hmm. In store mm. for you, and you know, a lot of times, um, as as a young person growing up, people are people are always say to you, "Oh, what you want to be," and they're they're looking towards the future. But what I love about you, Kaivan, you're living for today. Mm. So wherever you yeah, are today, right. wherever you are mm. today, you you're doing your ministry, mm -hmm. and that is why it's about for us to do ministry today. And stop thinking about what we're going to be doing tomorrow. tomorrow. You know, mm -hmm. today is what to, today is what we have. Tomorrow is is not promise. Mm -hmm. All right. So absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, 
yeah so you know if um if anyone wants to see kaivan um videos i don't know if i want to put this out there maybe you don't want them to see your videos but they're up there kaivan there's videos of you on so youtube many of them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so you know yeah. so any um any extra words you want to say for for, for people your age young yeah, people your, your age you know, your age uh, yes, teenagers um, um yeah don't don't give up you know uh there are times where um you know it feels as if the world's turned its back against you mm -hmm. but that's exactly when you turn your back against the world uh, mm. you just keep on going you keep fighting and the funny part is you're not alone that's when when you feel as if you're alone that's exactly when you are especially the most like mm -hmm. when you feel as if no one's there for you that's mm -hmm. exactly when god is there for you the most all right so just keep on going don't stop he's always there for you even when you don't want him to even when he feels like he's not he's always there for you and he's protecting you from stuff that you don't even know exists he's he's protecting you from threats that you don't even know are out there you know mm -hmm. so just keep holding on to faith and and don't let go because he's not gonna let go of you amen Amen. You're going to play something for us, Kaivan? Yes, yes, I will. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. All right. We're looking forward to this, man. So, uh, do, 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 I, do I have to introduce you all that you want? You know what? Auntie, don't introduce Kaivan. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to let you introduce the song that you will be playing for us today. Okay. So, the song I will be playing will be The Goodness of God. First time on my testimony. Kyvan Miller, the goodness of God. Thank you. 
Wow. Yeah, wonderful, wow. wonderful. Good job. Man, Kaivon, you keep you keep taking this to the <laughs> next level, man. Making awesome. Making awesome. me a, a more of a proud uncle. And a proud what? <laughs> Auntie. Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> We're so That's blessed. Right. We're so blessed by you, man. And mm-hmm. um, we just want to just continue um, lifting you up, you know, to God and that he will just take you on this journey that you, he has taken you on so far and just take yeah. you to the next level yes. with him. Exactly. exactly. Right. So, so thank uh, you so much again for coming on my testimony yep. and for sharing your testimony. And um, mm-hmm. we were blessed today and mm-hmm. I know the viewers are blessed also. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate everything. Yes. Thank you. Amen. 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 All right. So we're going to wrap up with a word of prayer. Loving Father, you know all things and what an amazing journey you've taken Kaivan on already. And you knew that this journey would begin from the time that he was in his mother's womb Mm. up to this point. And we've seen the fruits of what you want him to do. But God, you know all things and you are in control of everything that he has to do. So as he continues in his life as a young man, that you continue to help him to know that you are always there for him. Yes. Continually there by his side, continually there to help him with every decision that he wants to take and wants to make. Mm -hmm. I pray that this will be a testimony to us as well, that when we feel that you're not there, God, Mm. that we can rely upon you always and know that you never leave us nor forsake us and that you are our God that we can depend on always. Is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hi, Kaivan. I'll see you around, man. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> see, see you when I come by, man, and we you know we're going to hang out and stuff, do our thing, man. Family stuff. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, man. All right, Lo- love you, nephew. <laughs> love you too. Thank you. Uh, Thank all you. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>